Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I remember the first trainings I was playing against Gixi, so, uh, Sacha, Rooney, Cristiano. So. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that was nightmare. <laughs> I was kicking them all training. Not because I wanted, because like, I couldn't catch them. And after that, Fergie took us to the hotel. I was looking through the window and said, wow, man, I'm going to play for Man United, you know? In my moment, I was thinking, wow. I signed for less money, actually, than I had in Spartak Moscow for my night. <laughs> Did you? I, no. I <laughs> they can never do it like I. When you see man pull up and slide. Man stepped in a room with legends, Rio and Steve. You know it's a vibe. Check the podcast, what you want to know? Don't ask me, go and ask Joe. If you're talking Premier League, he's on the front line and I gotta go. Oh. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. Vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know this. Welcome back to five. No man, you've been it. Probably the most requested guest we have yeah. ever, ever had. Yeah. And it, above Come Fergie, on. right? Fergie yeah. gets a lot of requests. Ever got a lot of requests? Mm. No one more. Than the Manu village. Thank you for coming. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me, actually. Oh, man. And thank you for Rio to inviting me. And actually, <laughs> you did that first time, I think, a long time ago, five years ago. I've, I've been inviting Sorry. you since, <laughs> since the, day, the day you retired, I've been inviting you. But it's good to see you. Listen, we can wait, but as long as we, we have this conversation, I'm happy, man. So Cheer, I was one of the ones as well. Everyone, mate. Because everyone always, everyone. when I'm walking around, get, like, they say, oh, the show's great. When's Rita coming on? When's Village coming on? Get your partner on. I'm like, Bro, I'm asking every other week, I'm asking this guy. I've got to wait till he's ready. So you're here now, so it's No, good. I had the right moment because I would argue a bit with him today. So there's some <laughs> things we want to talk about. Oh. Be careful, you what you're going to ask me today. I'm ready. <laughs> when was the last time? When was the last time you guys saw each other? Because I saw you outside. We've got clips of you guys together and it seemed like a brotherhood. It's like time hasn't changed. When was the last time you saw Rio? Actually, I'm watching him all the time on Instagram, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Probably he didn't see me a long time ago, but... Yeah. <laughs> I see him no, all the no. time. Talking about Instagram, are you on it yet or not? Uh, it took you five years to convince me to come to, in to interview. If you succeed me to, to have Instagram, man... Uh, How long ago was that? 15 years. 15 years ago? <laughs> wow. When I was on Twitter, he was one of the guys who said, well, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing on this Twitter? This shit? What, what is this? And I used to explain... I used to go, nah, I ain't got time for this. I ain't got time. No, the, actually, the Rio was the, even then, he's saying, yeah, you have to go on YouTube. This is the future. This is the future. He started with the Twitter. I, I, I remember Gaffa was mad about it yeah, yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> Rio didn't care. He said, oh, I love this. This is the future, man. You have to do it. Yeah. And he was trying to convince me to go on Twitter. I didn't, Instagram. So he was right. Actually, no. everything he advised me to do, he was, yeah. he was right. <laughs> no, 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 we've got some mistakes, don't worry. <laughs> but what, what, listen, everyone's really like interested to know like what you're doing now, where you're living, what are you, what are you up to at the moment? I just moved two years ago to Belgrade. So I go back home after 18 years. Wow. So that's, that's good. 
very happy there. Mm. Uh, obviously, I'm investing some money there in a, in a property business. I have my own company, which I'm developing apartments. That's the one thing I'm doing, and uh, I'm uh, trying to actually learn as much as I can. Obviously, I finished my pro license with the uh, English FA. Uh, I'm doing now master with UEFA for administration. So in the future, if I want to be working administration in the football, so that's what I'm doing now. Uh, obviously, I'm boss of my time. You know, always I want that to be the one in charge where I want to go and how I want to do it and mm. when I'm going to do it. So I'm happy with that <coughs> and I'm focusing my family. So kids are still small, young. Mm. I didn't want to move from them. There were some options I could do in recent years, but I, I decided that I want to I wanna be next to my family and uh, help them grow and uh, and be the best part of their lives uh, mm. to, to spend together. So yeah, that's, mm. that's, that's, that's what I'm doing now. You just um, withdrawn your application for Serbian FA president. Mm. Do you want to talk us through what happened there? Actually, that was my passion. Obviously, Serbia, you know, I'm very passionate about <coughs> Serbia, especially about Serbian football. Uh, actually, I was, I'm last two years in Serbia and people always asking me, like, why you don't uh, start to be involved in Serbian football? Why you don't help? You have a lot of connections, you have ideas, you... You obviously educate yourself and uh, and obviously in one one moment I was thinking about it and I, I actually applied for the presidency and to be fair it was a good experience and um, every, everything ended up well until until the last part which which I decided that is not the right moment for me because publicly 90% of the people there are for me to be the president, but mm-hmm. you know what? The people who are in the FA, people who's actually in charge of the football, they're struggling with, um, with the changes and mm-hmm. the scare of changes. So mm-hmm. I'm the one who's gonna bring the changes and obviously that was the issue in this moment in time. And obviously I put my name there and in the future, whenever, who, who knows what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but I will be there to, to help Serbian football. Maybe in this, not this form as a president, but maybe in any other opportunity if I have, I will do it because definitely if you have a talent there and uh, we have to explore more and we have to help more the Serbian kids mm. to grow. Have you been speaking to Berber? Because I saw Berber, yeah. he's doing this in, in Bulgaria yeah. as well. Yeah, Berber, Berber is uh, fighting uh, to be the president last one and a half year. So mm. he's, uh, <coughs> it's kind of, it's difficult. Balkan is difficult because there is the old generations which doesn't want to give up the, the, power. the power. And obviously they are struggling with uh, understanding that the world is moving all the time forward. But, um, but we're not. And uh, like we see with digitalization and... Uh, world five years ago and now is not the same. Hmm. You have to always learn, you have to educate yourself, you have to be in advance and they don't realize that. And that's why I think we don't uh, take best cap- capabilities we have from Serbian football. And that was my desire to help, but obviously in this time it didn't happen, but we'll see what's gonna happen in the hmm. future. You just spoke there about you're doing your pro license, you're doing your masters with UEFA. <clears throat> looking at administration, wanting to be the UEFA uh, a Serbian president. What's the next step then? Because those things are coaching, management. Yeah. You're no, see it's, it's, it's not <clears throat> like that. I think I think that I'm definitely where I want to be. I, I want to be in Serbia. I want to be at home with my family. Actually, 
to after 18 years to I, I'm happy to be there. Like I said, I invest some money there. I, I have some business going on, which is I want to develop. And my kids are still young. I would say in five, six years time, I will, I will, I will have more chance to do exactly what I want to do in football. Probably maybe it's not going to be on that level, which probably some people desire, but it's going to be on a level which I feel that I can bring something to the football. Is it going to be in in area of the coaching or is it the administration? Uh, I will see what opportunities comes. But definitely what I did in the last seven years, I was trying to educate myself all the time in different areas because, like I said before, I think this world is go uh, moving fast. It's very innovative, uh, digitalization, inno innovation. Mm -hmm. That's the future. And obviously, I changed since the 15 years ago. We <laughs> talking about the Instagram and Twitter, and I was against the innovation. I was against mm -hmm. the things which is... Uh, why? Why was you always? Because you were, I always say to people, you, you know, why? you're very meticulous and you, you have to be certain on everything. Why? You know why? Because at the time, you know, I was I wanted to focus on football. So I didn't want to have distractions. And um, and f at that time, I knew that I had a, a best possible cup I'm playing for. And I did, didn't want to waste time on other things. I want to focus. I want to give my best to succeed. Uh, and... Uh, and I think I did the right thing in that time. Obviously, now in this time, when I'm actually in this age, when I'm considering myself to be in a different positions, I have to be different minds, mm. uh, have a different mindset. So obviously, I have to be um, more knowledgeable. Obviously, I have to understand more things and I have to understand young generation, old generation. Mm. I have to understand which part is going to the football. That's what I'm passionate of. And, yeah. And yeah. to be more open. Yeah. But obviously, like, it's my DNA to be careful, but it's, it's definitely to, to be more open and to be, uh, innovative. Yeah. Mm. Just, just take us back to when you was younger, before you came to Man United, you grew up obviously in Serbia. Just tell the, the people that are listening and watching that, what that was like and that experience for you. Uh, obviously, we have a lot of tribulations in, in, in my childhood. Obviously, I, I, I was born 81. Actually, 10 years after we had the war in Bosnia, which is not far from my home, maybe 200 kilometers, 150 kilometers. But uh, I didn't really felt because it was not war in my hometown. It's not home in Serbia. It's one of part of the Serbia is the Bosnia. Like, it's not far from, from us. And I was young. I didn't felt it. Obviously, in 2000, when when was the bombing from NATO? Well, that that's the one where I felt it because I was in Restal Belgrade. I couldn't play football. I moved back to to my hometown Užice, and it was really scary because you know one day the people from the club came and said you have to go home. It's going to be trouble in the next maybe three four days. We cannot guarantee your safety. You have to go home. And the next two months was really, really scary because you didn't know what's going to happen with your future. Bombs are raining down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that was really scary. But after one month, how crazy is that to say? But you, 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 you learn to live with it, you know, because uh, it's kind of 
you, you try to find a way, you obviously went to play football, you're trying to way to, to go in front of your home to, 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 to socialize with your friends, but still in your mind, you have kind of, wow, how long is it going to take this to, to stop? Mm. Uh, and I think that in my character puts that kind of mentality that, that you, 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 when you have opportunity to do certain things, you, you give your best because you understand where you are in a certain mm. time of your life. And if you, like I said before, if you come to Man United, the biggest club in the world, and you have opportunity to prove yourself and, and, and to show how good you are in front of the whole world, you know, you want to waste the time, <laughs> any moment to do the, the, the stupid things. Maybe mm. I did stupid things when I was in Moscow and maybe in Serbia, but I realized, <laughs> you know, yeah, this yeah. is the moment, you know. So with that, Especially after the first time, actually, you took me out, you know, you, you took me to the bad club. It was <laughs> bad atmosphere. Ooh, and yeah, I realized, yeah, I, I was realized, I was realized, Rio, is, this is the best club in the town. He said, yes. I said, mm, I'm not going out. Sugar Lounge. Sugar Lounge. Sugar Lounge. Sugar Lounge. Sugar Lounge. It's not that music. No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't for nah, me nah. No. I knew nah. immediately when we walked into the club. I really looked me and went, Rio? Is this it? Yeah. yeah. No, listen, it was lights like this. Huh? Yeah. I would say, this is the club or is it the restaurant? What's happening? Yeah, yeah, he wasn't happy. And he can't hide when he's not happy. Really? No, you see on his face. Yeah. I want to take it. Well, first of all, we're actually recording this in Manchester, which mm. I think is special. Um, firstly, I want to ask you, like, when you walk into the city of Manchester, do you get any nostalgia feeling? Uh, what does it remind you of being here? Actually, I was going uh, just half an hour I was checking in in, in reception and I'm going on the fifth floor and I'm remembering that we are actually sitting in a corridor playing a second so game cool. yeah. <laughs> the, best, the best game no? <laughs> the best game yeah it yeah. was uh, no it was you know great memories obviously it was a great time great team obviously I was eight years at the club five five league trophies oh, so wow. that was that was that was crazy and obviously great memories. I, I got the three kids in Manchester, so not just the um, professionally, but as well, um, privately was one of the best part of my life. Have they got Mancunian accents? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually in the beginning they had, but because we moved to Italy, yeah. <laughs> because we moved to Italy, they lost it, but I hear them sometimes there, there is the, on YouTube, they had the guys that changing accents. Mm. Oh, and yeah, they're playing yeah, those yeah, games, yeah, you know, yeah. and then mm. they, they can do easy, the Mancunian. So I think they can, <laughs> in one month, they can, they can do it. So. Get it back. So, so, so when you uh, talk us through the process of coming to Man United and what that feeling was like and the transition to coming to Manchester United. Oh, actually, the first moment when I was uh, in contact with the club was 2005, I think, December. 15, maybe, or 15, 20 December, and Buddha Wojcic, you know who's Buddha? You know Buddha? The, uh, the scout. The scout, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came to me and then he said, listen, you want to play for Man United? I said, yeah, of course, I want to <laughs> play for Man United. <laughs> because at the time, it was Liverpool was involved. Okay. I spoke with Rafa Benitez, and then he was, he was, <laughs> he was, he was the one who was first in touch with me. I was in Spartak Moscow maybe one month before that. And my English was not good. My wife was actually talking to him, Anna. Try, actually, uh, at that time, was girlfriend oh, wow. because my English was uh, not not great. Uh, and he was asking me, "Do I want to come in England?" You know, and certain things. Yeah, 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 everything was great. And then for two, three weeks, he didn't call. 
And then Fergie obviously get in touch with the Budo to me. And then he said, do you want to come? Actually, Budo tell me, yes, I want. Okay, Fergie going to call you. I said, come on. I said, no, no, going to call you. I said, what am I going to say? I, my English is bad, man. You know, I said, no, no, no. I put it on speakerphone. If, if you don't understand that, we're going to help you. I said, okay. And Fergie was called, and then he said, uh, hi, Nemanja. Never called me Nemanja, you know? And yeah, yeah, hi, you know? And then he said, how are you doing? Everything is good, you know? I said, yeah, yeah, all good. I'm looking you for last six months, one year. Are you playing? Uh, I like the way you play. I think you're going to be good for the club. Do you want to join? I said, of course, I, will, I would like to join. Don't worry, everything else is going to be settled. In one week, I was in, in Manchester. So wow, quick. It, it, was, it, was, it was fast. And I remember that moment when I came to Manchester. That was a funny one. I came and obviously Sir Alex Ferguson was waiting. Whole trip, he was there. <coughs> and this is a story I, I would like to share. And then me and Buda Vujacic came together. And when we came, obviously, first we went to hotel to see the players. If you remember, I was there mm -hmm. on a, you had a dinner yeah, yeah, yeah. before the one game. I don't know which game before it was. Before. I was sitting with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Luis Saha on the table. Mm. And after that, Fergie took us to the hotel, other hotel. We didn't stay in the same mm. hotel. He took us to other hotel and he was actually, he was taking the bag from me and, and Buddha Vujacic putting in the bag. I said, wow, <laughs> Fergie taking the bag from me and putting in the bag. I'm saying, this is amazing. This is a story I have to say to the guys, you know? I said, he's normal, man. He's, 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 he's crazy, you know? No, he was taking, you want to put it back inside, you know? No. I said, okay, great. And then we went to the hotel, everything was great. Tomorrow I had negotiations about everything, what's happening in my future and stuff like that. Obviously that's done. And then tomorrow he took us to airport and same again, put it bad, taking us to the airport. Okay, see you in, in 10 days. Because at the time I had, um, uh, had to take the visa and uh, all this stuff. And when I was airplane, I was looking for the window and say, wow, man. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm going to play for Man United, you know, thinking about uh, Fergie taking the bag. In, the bag. <laughs> in my moment, I was thinking, wow. Sign for less money, actually, than I had in Spartak Moscow for my night. <laughs> Did you? I, no. I <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never mind. Sign for my night. Wow. For less money. Yes. Yeah, wow. Money. Yeah. Oh, you never knew. <laughs> no, I realized that when I was in the plane. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got caught up in everything. Wow. No, no, I'm joking, but in general, yeah, it was yeah. they're so nice. Everything with the Fergie. Every time I met the David Gill, you know, the big club. I met the players. Everything mm. was great, but. In the end of the day, everything that was like, for me, more important actually than the actually money, money and mm. how much I was signed for. So that was actually the beginning. Obviously, I was, uh, it was some negotiations in the beginning. I was not happy the how they end up, but in the end, in the end it was, it was, uh, we, it was we, we had a uh, Patrice on and he signed the same window as you. Mm. And he was mentioned that you guys were in a hotel together and he said it was like a really difficult time the first few months. What was it like for you? Actually, for me, it was very difficult because in um, Russia, in December, you have uh, one, one and a half months off because there is too cold. Mm. It's the winter time. And uh, we have a break, no trainings. So actually, when I came to United, it was like 3rd or 4th of January. Mm. I didn't train for more months. Oh, oh wow. So actually... That's why. And <laughs> then I remember that I said to the to the Gaffa and Karos, I need a preseason. I'm not fit. Mm. I can I can play. I remember the first trainings I was playing against Gixi, so, uh, Saha, Rooney, Cristiano. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that was nightmare. <laughs> I was kicking them all training, not because I wanted, because like I couldn't catch them. You can keep they, up. No, they're, they're too fast, in, especially in the beginning. Mm. And I remember I was arguing with the Gixi after the three trainings. <laughs> Gixi was saying, you know, you know, Gixi, become start to be angry, you know, pass the ball, you have to play faster. <laughs> Man, come on, I can't move. <laughs> no, it's much. No, I remember funny. speaking to you. Yeah. And like knowing you now, what must have been going through your head, you must have been thinking about every single detail. Did you ever like doubt yourself and think, this might not work? No, definitely. The first six months was really tough. Uh, like you said, Patrice came at the same time. I remember we played the game for reserves as well. And we struggled even for reserves. Wow. Yeah. Rene was the coach. Mullenstein. Mm -hmm. uh, Mullenstein, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember at half time he took us off, me and Patrice. And the reserves? <laughs> yeah. No way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But I think, Gaffa, I, think, I, I think Gaffa actually watched the game on, on <clears throat> MUTV. And I think he, he told him, like, the take them off. <laughs> take <laughs> them take them off, off my TV. <laughs> Get them off my TV now. Wow. Vida. Because Patrice said, he said specifically, oh. you guys were like in the changing rooms. Oh. And he was, he mentioned, isn't it? He said he was thinking of going back to going to AS Roma. He said, yeah. Monaco, then, Monaco. Monaco. 
And then who No, you can feel you can feel actually you walking through the Carrington. Patrice was playing for Monaco. He was playing the semi-final semi-final of Champions League. He's already established uh, a football player. I came from Spartak Moscow, no mm. one knew who I am. Actually, that was a really mm. question mark, you know? And this guy coming to trainings is, is, is struggling. And going to play the reserves game, he's struggling. It's, it's kind of, it was really difficult. But after the preseason, I was, uh, I started to play regularly. Mm. Mm. Good. And we start talking much more. Did he Just ghost like, you when you first came then? No, actually, he was a big help. Really? No, yeah, yeah, he was a big help. Really? No, 100%. He was a big help. Uh, I was lucky, actually, I met him when he was 26, 25, 26? 20, yeah, 20, yeah, 26, I think. Because I didn't meet him when he was 21. I yeah. think I would be struggling if I met him when he was 21. I met him when he was 24. It was really, it was really good, actually. And we went with the, with the girlfriends mm-hmm. at the time. We went for dinner and he, everything I needed in town, he was there to help. And as well, he wanted as well our partnership to work. He, he, it was really good. Uh, mm. But I'm not saying because he is here. I'm saying that I said that many times because definitely he was supported to me mm. since day one. And and yeah, I think we, we did well. So that's yeah. good to hear, you know, Rio being a nice guy. But you actually know what he thought of you when you first arrived. I didn't know what he thought. Maybe that's why I, I thought he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I remember me and Maza just talking and saying like, about you and Patrice, like, wow, they have a long way to go, these guys. Yeah. They're, they're, they're struggling, they're off the mm. pace. But the thing I didn't actually consider is like what he said. Pre-season. He's playing against, he didn't have pre-season for mm-hmm. one, but also he was playing against Luis Saha, probably the hardest player in training, Ronaldo. Rooney, Giggsy, etc. At that time, Giggsy, when time, he was even, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, so he was younger, but they were, they struggled, and you could see it. And it's like you think you, you guys better get up to speed. Mm. And like you said, preseason come. My mystery. Oh, rude oh. as well. Rude. What got you up to speed? Pre-season. I think that desire as well. And preseason, you, you you know you adapt. You know you know to play football. That's not the issue. It's just intensity. You realize that you everything you do, you have to do faster. Mm. And you know you ha- you know how to touch the ball, you know how to head at the ball, you know how to sh- to, to shoot the ball, you know to defend. Obviously, tactically, I think I was good enough to, to play that level. But I was intensity was too hard. People players that too fast, and obviously, when I was playing in Spartak Moscow, Red Star Belgrade, national team intensity so low. These guys competing every training because no one guaranteed that you're gonna be next season there. And that's what Gaffa actually implemented for the fr- from from first day I came and to the last day I left. It was like trainings, you know, like last day of a life, you know. Mm. So I'm hearing that the uh, training sessions were harder than the matches themselves. Hmm. Definitely, again, when you play against those players, it's hard. Uh, like I said before, it's, I think that helped me to improve, helped me to to learn to play against top players. You know, sometimes you play against top player once in, 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 in three weeks, you play every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes player to be better, especially the players that giving 100% every training. And that's what I think now the young kids have to learn. It's, it's, I think sometimes the wasting energy in a train, in a gym, in a gym, in a recovery process, but actually when they go on the pitch, they don't really mm. perform. You remember Scorsese? Scorsese when he comes to training, he came last, but when he comes to that training pitch, different level. 
not just different level. Time. He's playing 100%. Yeah. He's, uh, so, so what is it? So, it's mentality. Yeah. I think mentality. Mentality mm. is something which makes uh, make a difference from good player to the top player. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of players from my career which they are really quality-wise, maybe above my uh, level. Uh, level. Mm-hmm. But mentality. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I, I want to ask further when it comes to training because I feel like looking at it from the perspective of other clubs, Man United were just at that level. And I think it's what was done at the training training ground. So if you take, let's just say, Cristiano Ronaldo at that age, what was he doing that you thought, wow, this kid is different? I will tell you this. When I came from Spartak Moscow, first two weeks, I was trying to understand, you know, what other people do. Mm-hmm. And I always, when I come to dressing room, I don't see anyone. I say, wait, these guys, what are they doing? You know, training just finished like 10 minutes ago. And one week, second week, third week, I, I start to chase them through the corridors and, <laughs> and to see what they're doing. I see Gixi doing yoga, mm-hmm. Rio doing the gym always, okay. especially before the summers. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. I'm still trying to do the for the girls, man. Yeah. Uh, doing, man. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But Rio is always doing something. Then I'm looking to the pitch. I see Cristiano Ronaldo doing the bicycles wow. for the two pitches. Wow. Wayne Rooney doing the finishing. Yeah. Uh, everyone do something. And I, see, I look myself, I see my body. I see, I see the real body. Remember my body when I came? <laughs> <laughs> he used to stand in the change room and go, look at me, man. <laughs> No, legs are strong, but I'm doing the pillows. Covering like the lady. He used to always have a towel over the shoulders and a towel around here. Yeah. But that's why. No, no, but you know, you realize that, you know, mentality, you know, organization for the club. And and that's helped me as well. I was not like that when I came, but you learn, you learn from mm-hmm. other players, you learn, you know, you follow the path. If you don't follow the path, you're not going to be longer there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I realized that luckily uh, fast and then I played for the club eight and a half years. Did you two click in training? <clears throat> Did you work together in training or was you on opposite teams at nine side and stuff like that? I don't know, your <coughs> answer might be different to mine. I've always said, I don't, I don't remember working as a pair. You've got to get this pair together and we've got to make them right. It was like, they go together. Sometimes I might be doing 2v2 or two defenders against four or five attackers. And I might be Vida two or three times, but then Wes, then PK, then, and then back with Vida and then and Silvestri, etc. But I didn't feel that it was like, we've got to get this partnership right. It kind of just, they put us together. And then I think we both smelt something. Mm-hmm. And then we we became closer, and then that bond built on and off the pitch. For me, what do you what, how did you see? I, I think at the time, I don't know how it started, but I remember after a while, maybe six months, maybe preseason. I don't know. I think we start talking a bit more. Mm. We start talking in terms of the more in terms of the sorry talking more on the pitch, communicating, communicating more. You know, I'm. I ask him question, what do you think in this situation, what's happening? And then, you know, it's become like natural, you know. I think we, I think I was very open towards Rio in terms of the, how I felt. I think Rio as well, 
you know, wanted to say how he feel in certain situation which happening in, in, in during the in during the game during the training, and I think that's how grow our relationship. But obviously that didn't start straight away. But longer we play, I think we even in first two years, I think we talked all the time in, in the trainings. If you remember the, the players, they're complaining, you know, mm. like you two guys, like stop, stop talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you remember, <laughs> you remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just on after pitch in the gym, yeah. in the uh, sauna. Yeah, really. Yeah. I've got an idea. I want. What did you like about him as a player? What did you like about him as a player? And then I'm going to do what annoyed you about each other because there's got to have been something. Yeah. I just loved that he loved to attack the ball. He, he he wanted to attack the ball anyway. He didn't see an opponent. He just saw the ball. <laughs> Serious. And he was aggressive like that. And and even with the ball, Vida was, Vida was better than what people talk about sometimes. People sort of only talk about the aggression and, and how he's a warrior. He did that right, Keen. But with the ball, he was still very, very good. But also just being calm under pressure. I think I enjoyed that element of someone being calm next to me. I didn't. I don't like emotional people around me on a football pitch. I don't like it in the big, big situations. You need calmness. And as aggressive as he was, he was calm. Obviously, I think we complement each other in terms of the the way we play. Because I think Rio, on the ball, he was he liked to play always. He was really fast, and most important, me as a defender as a as a player I play for many years when you have someone next to you you can trust mm. it's you know it doesn't matter what you do you know that this guy is there and Rio was that on the pitch always honest always there should be and uh, and I think in terms of in terms of the quality I think the he has everything speed Technique in the air. I think only thing he didn't like to header the ball. He was <laughs> great in the air, but didn't header. Didn't like header in the I'd ball. Brace them, I'd he will do it. <laughs> he will do it if he have to. Yeah. But he would rather to let ball go and take that ball than to header yeah, the ball. True. <laughs> he, he's spending two hours in the hairdressers in in in, um, in um, Manchester and getting my hair done for two hours. I can't get it messed up, man. What annoyed you about him? What annoyed me? There's no uh, way you played together. He, did it, that he long did it. No, he didn't. I, I didn't have anything that annoyed me about it. It must have been one little tick he did every game. You're like, oh, you must have some for him. No. Oh, no. come on, lads. No, there wasn't. It was just a. <laughs> no, really, I, I told you because, you know, I think when you have next someone next to you, like I said, I see him after two years. You said like the brothers, like yeah. we have been in a war for, for eight years, yeah. <laughs> nine years. You know what I mean? He, he, he covered my back for nine years yeah. and I did his, I think. In, in, yeah. and, and I think we as a partners, I think we match together and we achieve what we achieve. I mm -hmm. think Vida without Rio Sorry. will not be the Vida. You know what I mean? It's kind of, mm -hmm. it's kind of and as well, mm -hmm. if it was club at the time was not as successful and didn't have a, those kind of players that will not be recognized, as what that I am now, mm -hmm. and 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 I'm definitely proud of that to be part of that generation and and part of that uh, players and 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 look at if you look at now what players played my time mm -hmm. of Man United. Crazy. It's crazy when you look back at it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Proud. I want to um, go back to Sir Alex Ferguson because obviously 
he's had a massive impact on both your careers. You signing, mm. carrying the bags, as you were saying. Mm. What was it that he was doing that was different at the time? You've, you've played for Inter, you've played for, you know what I mean? That like you, You've been at big clubs. What is it that stood out and then you thought, this guy's just, mm. he, he's just a cut above the rest and he's helping both of your careers? Mm. You want me to answer first? Oh, for you, for yeah. you. Um, I think what he did, what no other manager did in his career, I think he developed the players and, and still challenging for the titles. Mm. If you look at it now, you don't have it. Managers, they don't do that. I think only one he tried to do that, it was Arsene Wenger. And he was doing for a few years, for a few years not as long as, as, as Sir Alex. I think he was struggling in, a, in the last six, seven years. He introduced a lot of young players and big credit to uh, Arsene Wenger. I mm-hmm. think he, was, he wanted to leave something behind in the football. He was not someone who's going to just buy football players. I think Fergie did the same. He developed Nemanja Vidic from Spartak Moscow for seven million pounds. Mm-hmm. Patrice Evra, Jean mm-hmm. uh, Park, but you can say Gixis, Colsi, yeah. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. So you can see that he didn't board all players to give him the title. He created new generation of football players. And Wayne Rooney even, he came from Everton. He played the big money, but he was 18 years old boy. He's going to be in the trophy. I mean, he was, I'm, I'm, he, was he was one of the best in the world. Though. Yeah, but no, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to no, say from so. Everton to come to yeah, give no. you the trophy. Yeah. Uh, do you think that any coach would do that now? No. And I think that's what he left. And that's what legacy he actually he left behind him and still winning the trophies. No one does as him. And as well, I think the how spontaneous he is. I think, in you know, when you are 24, seven years at the club. Of course, that some players are not going to be happy the, the way he maybe treat them. But in the end of the day, I think he set up the rules. Who follow the rules is there. Who doesn't follow the rules is not there. Mm. Wow. I think that's yeah, yeah. that's kind of, if you play even longer uh, with Alex, maybe you know him even better than me. But mm. I believe that he will try to be right by you if you're right by him. Mm. I think. 100%. And, and that's right. It shouldn't be opposite. Mm. I think you should have to be right for the club and right for the manager and then you understood this right. quick because I remember you saying to me yeah. when I remember when I argued with him uh, Bayern remember mm-hmm. when he made a decision he brought on Berber and I was screaming on the pitch and in the I tunnel. told you that yeah and we come in a change room and I'm screaming then the manager shut up came on top and just the hairdryer went crazy and I was arguing a little bit I remember you said and, and Gary said like just, just leave it and I got on the Plane, and we were, I was not arguing with you, but we was having a discussion about it. Mm. He's going, real. if you want to stay here, you have to, there's rules and there's a way that you might not agree with it, but you have to abide by these rules. Wow. And talking back in front of the whole team like that, you're not going to stay here long. Yeah, that's definitely what I felt. You know, that's that, that when you feel when you come to the club, maybe because I'm, I'm foreigner and I came and you can see, you learn that you have to adapt. Because you came abroad, you have to adapt to the mm. country you came, you have to adapt to the club you came, and organization, the, the how he set up. So I felt that straight away, and I, you know, and I think all the players then knew that, but sometimes I think, you know, passionate you are, sometimes you reacted, but I think in the end of the day, you always go well with the gaffa. I think mm. you're a gaffa, even <laughs> you have a better connection on the pitch uh, in, in the training, and then, he lo- always loved to talk to you, isn't it, Gaffa? Mm, yeah. I always ask questions. <laughs> always asking, who are you buying? Who are you buying? 
Uh, I want to talk about 2008. Obviously, we went very close in 2007. Um, Very, very close in 2007. But 2008, when we became European champions, at what point did either of you feel like that was going to happen or likely to happen? Or did you ever feel like we were going to do it? Hmm. That's that's a tough question. I, I, you know, I think the first one when we won the because when I came, I think my United didn't win the, traf, the trophy for three years, mm. three titles. Mourinho and, and Wenger. That's two or two or three. This is the third one. Or, or, or when I came, and then we won. And I remember when we won the first league title. Then vibe in in, in the Carrington in in the club changed, wow. and you can feel that we go into the matches like. We're not bothered. We we know we're going. We have a goal in us, especially mm-hmm. the time Ronaldo, really uh, nice. Rooney, even Luis Saha when he's fit, and we are comfortable with that. And obviously, defensively, we are good at, at the time. We all, we always forget to to say, but Edwin Mandersai played a big part in that <laughs> as well. Uh, the, the the partnership. I think the three of us. I think we we we, we get really we go really well on the connected, pitch, yeah. connected really well. I think Edwin was. Uh, was great for two of us, and I think that's kind of you go to the games and you believe that your player who's playing next to you is the best one. I would never think that player who play for Chelsea and Arsenal would be better in our team. You know, you have Ronaldo, Rooney, you have Paul Scholes, Ryan Giggs, Tevez. You, you know, I mean, <laughs> you're saying like, wow, dangerous. You know? Confidence was crazy. Only thing when you go to play, obviously the final. Final is one match. You know that mm. was a bit game, which was which was kind of you have to say that's maybe one in your life you're gonna play. You nervous about? Yeah, I am because actually I didn't train two or three weeks yeah, yeah. before that game. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't one training, and I came to Luzhniki, Obviously, the stadium I played. Before I came to Man United, mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember. God, I'm going to say something. Yeah, but actually, I, one and a half year before, I was playing Spartak Moscow, and now I'm playing Champions League final for Man United. And I was like, "Is it this real?" Do you remember the night you before, Vida? Huh? Do you remember the night before the game we played on the pitch? No, but but I have to say when Gaffa came to me and saying, Are "You you been there?" <laughs> so I said to you, "No, no, no. I didn't train for two weeks, maybe even more." Oh, and sorry. then the training before the game, I was trying with the team and Gaffa coming to me with a high feeling. So I started to say, you're playing tomorrow and just left. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say nothing. No, because I was starting to say, no, Gaffa, you know, I feel, you're playing tomorrow, you just left. Confidence. So what, what was it? What was it? That was no, I had a problem with the calf. Obviously, I have uh, a problem with the, the back. Mm-hmm. No, I have a problem with the back. And have a discus hernia, mm-hmm. and then the, my nerve is trapped, and then it's going back to the calf. So are you saying you didn't feel one hundred percent? No, I didn't feel one hundred percent. We the night before we used to play older team versus young team. Yeah, Warbeck scored a hat trick. Remember <laughs> <laughs> the night before in the Luzhniki Stadium, he scored a hat trick against us, oh, and we're standing. I'm thinking <laughs> big, big arguments. Remember big arguments on the pitch. Everyone's going crazy, and then you know you come up and think, wow, that. Last session before the big Champions League final couldn't have gone any worse. Oh, oh no. Because the yeah. work is terrible. But then obviously. He didn't get a shirt was, the next day, did he? Was the rest was, yeah, but the rest, he was young, he was young. But it was an amazing time. I mean, that, that was the, for me, that was my finest hour on the pitch, winning the Champions League. It was the best moment for me. For you? Yes, if you look at now, 
but um, I think for me, more most important one, the biggest one, in the first Premier League title. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because probably I have a I doubt myself as well could I succeed there. And then after the one and a half year, I'm winning the Premier League trophy, and obviously I was playing big part in that, and so I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. That was the big one. Then when it came Champions League final, you know, you know, it's kind of, yeah, great. You know, but, you know, I, I don't know. If you look at now, definitely Champions League, especially because I was playing Lujniki, yeah, everything is great. But for me personally, I think that's the time first Premier League title is when my career has changed. Mm. I think when people consider me as a someone who is actually playing on the top wait, wait, go back to sorry, Luzna Kiel for the 2008 final. Why did Chokla slap you? I've never asked you that. No, because I, it, it was some arguing there on, on, on the, on their half. And I actually was running 30 meters to there and he was there as well. I don't know what's happening there, but he, he, he slapped me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Good, I was happy with that. Huh? I was tired at that point. I was thinking, please let him go off. Thank you. What was your thoughts as it was going to penalties? Um, Listen, we are exhausted all the time. Mm. And I remember the, when when we stood together and Gaffa was actually talking who's going to take the penalties. It was me or Gixi. Mm. And I remember, I'm not sure is it Gixi next one or, my, or, or myself. And and I'm next to the Gixi. And Gixi was asking, Vida, who's next? I don't know, you or me. <laughs> And and then I didn't want to say I'm gonna shoot. Yeah, yeah. Gixi as well was kind of not hundred percent. It was, mm. but the Gixi said, "Okay, I'll do it." And Gixi like, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Gixi." <laughs> Did you not want to tell me? Huh? You were a good penalty taker. Really, good penalty taker. Yeah, yeah. you bottled it on it. Actually, I, I, I was, I was, I was, I was next, or I was after you. After me, I think, because I, I shot, always thought I was next for some reason. I shot 15 penalties, 16 penalties in my career. I, I missed just one. I took two, missed one. 50 yeah. 50. 50, 50. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm just here. Mate, I, I don't know anything about European finals, so I'm just here listening. Um, could you feel like, for example, could you feel that after that invincible, did you feel you were going to go again? Or was there the, the Barcelona thing that was a bit hanging over your heads actually we had a young and experienced year at the time mm-hmm. obviously we definitely believe that it's more trophies to come mm-hmm. and obviously after that we played two more champions league finals mm-hmm. but before i know we're going to go on to other questions here but what's that like i've seen the highlights and i say to rio one of the best punditry pieces he's ever done was when he was talking about messi mm-hmm. and how difficult mm. that Pep Guardiola team was. Yeah. I mean, you go forward, yeah. you don't know what to do. Peter, you do know. you remember when we stood in the middle of the pitch and looked at each other just to say like, What's where going is, on? Where, where, I've not touched no one. I think you might have said it to me. <laughs> I, I said, I said I've, not, I've not even got near no one. No, what's the issue actually? They, they have possession for a long time. And obviously yeah. Messi is not playing as a striker, he's playing as a, as a fake striker. He's actually always in, in between the defenders and middle of the park. And actually he's inviting you to go out of your zone so that you can leave in the zone so that wingers, they can run space behind. Space behind. Oh my gosh. And, and this is what you try to avoid. And you always that question in your mind as a defender, should I go yep. or stay? 
And I think that game in Rome was the longest game ever. Yeah, it was the worst game ever. And longest. And longest, I have to agree. Was there yeah. arguments or was it, you know when you said, I haven't touched anyone. Are you arguing? Are you confused? What? And how are you trying to rectify this problem? Uh, I think now we can go to the asking other questions. Yeah. And then- <laughs> Did they pay the refs? That's what we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were just, they were a great team. Yeah. As, as simple as that. Sometimes after time you look at it and we're mm. at a time you look at it and you're on the beach after we won the league that year. I always says we won the league both those years and, and I never got to enjoy it. Really? Just the final it. took everything out of you yeah. afterwards. It's crazy. And like, so you're sitting there and you're thinking like, how can we dissect this? And you can say what you want. End of the day, probably one of the best, if not the best club team ever. I think so. I think so. We were That's the only way it we settles with me. Easily. Because if not the best team, it would kill me. It would, it would have got in my head too much. But you have to say they're the best team, man. Rio, this current Man United team, hmm. do you think... So before we get onto that... Go on. What was your best celebration after party? Uh, listen, I, uh, we had quite a few. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> At the pub. Yeah, because the old pub, I, grapes, yeah, the grapes. Yeah. I, 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 that's me. During the day, uh, social with the guys. One o'clock, we'd get in the pub. And to be fair, most of the guys in the pub was the English guys and British, I would say. And there is the singer with the guitar and rock music. Mm. That's me all day long. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. that's me all day long. I don't like R&B, clubbing. It was, it was not, I didn't really enjoy it. But that time in the pub you know mm. where we have to get the singing the songs obviously even the songs of the football players and no it was good time it was good time yeah, great time was you for the um interview after moscow sorry the interview after moscow you got the hat on oh yeah interviewed in the morning do you no. even remember it yeah no I, I no i i don't remember the interview but i remember that when i was Did leaving the st leaving the 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 <laughs> the pitch there is the because in, in russia the soldiers yeah, yeah. they're protecting the stadium yeah, yeah. and it was half 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 soldiers half po police and i saw some soldier and i took the hat from him and put it on my head <laughs> because it was great for memory because i played there mm. for one and a half year i had great memories from 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 moscow and then i came back and won to win the he's still champions in jail for league that. sorry <laughs> he's still in jail for that uh, no, I, I'll be fine there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fine there. But you don't remember the interview the day after? So there's an interview outside the hotel for everyone who's like, what are you on about? There was an interview the day after. He hasn't got a pupil in his face. He is just completely gone. <laughs> and he's wearing that soldier's hat and just talking all sorts of bollocks. It's brilliant. Yeah, that, was the drunkest, the that was the drunkest I'd ever been. <laughs> you said you were not playing, No, but the, the issue mm. was the, the we left stadium, I think, two o'clock. Morning, yeah. And then we have all family waiting for us in hotel and obviously music, uh, mm. catering, everything. So we started celebrating late. Mm. So we finished late. <laughs> Straight to the plane. Straight to the plane, yeah. Wow. That was mad. Well, that's the end of part one. Make sure to stick around for part two because it gets even tastier in the next part. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 